Good Friday, friends, and welcome to September the 9th and today's episode of Enough for Today. We're in Psalm 60, and we've had a great week. We started the week by doing a flyby of all the Psalms, and then on Tuesday we read through the Psalm, talked about the history of David coming into a kingdom that had been discouraged and defeated through the rebellion of Saul, dishonoring God. David is now in the process of rallying the nation back to the plan of God. So it's a restoration psalm. It's a reviving psalm. It's a, um, it's, it's a looking back on hardship and trusting that God's going to bring great things out of it kind of uh, psalm. So we, we left off in verse 4 yesterday. 3 says, uh, God showed the people hard things he does for us, made us to drink the wine of astonishment. We've probably all been there. But in spite of it, verse 4, he's given us a banner, an identity in him. We are his people and he is our God. To them that fear thee, so that is received on the basis of humility, fear, reverence, trust, faith. It all is wrapped up into that concept of fear. That it, Why does God bring us into his army, his family, his sheepfold, into that banner? Why does God bring us to that place of victory uh, in, in God? That it may be displayed because of the truth. Boy, I could spend the whole, I mean, we could spend an hour right there. God has been, since the beginning of time, he has been in the business of putting his truth on display for those that fear him. And then through those people that fear him, putting his truth on display more, okay? So he displays his truth, willing hearts receive it, and then they are given the banner, they're brought under that banner by faith, salvation, and they're put on display. Why? For the sake of truth, because of the truth. God has made truth accessible to everybody on the planet. Everybody is accountable to him. He is true. The truth, the ultimate, the final truth, it all resides with him. When I follow him, when I worship him, when I fear him, I am aligning myself with the truth of the universe. And when I belong to him, he's going to put that truth on display through my life. So listen, you have a mission today. Everywhere you go, every part of your life today, every circumstance you face, your responsibility is to let the Spirit of God put truth, Jesus, on display through your life. This is what David is saying. Now look at verse 5. That thy beloved may be delivered. Just let that sink in for a minute. That thy beloved may be delivered. So God brings us, verse 3, through hard things. We drink the wine of astonishment, perplexity, confusion. In spite of it, he gives us the banner, the identity of himself that we might display his truth, live in his truth, in hardship, in astonishment, uh, display his truth, experience his truth, that we, the beloved, okay, now just pause there, you're beloved. God doesn't cast you off and turn his back. You're his beloved. He cherishes you. You are precious to him. You are valuable to him. You are in his care and in his watchful eye. You, he is your shepherd, okay? So you are his beloved. If your faith is in Jesus, you are in the beloved and you can never be lost from the beloved. And he says, he brings us through these things, anchors us under the banner of his truth, 
that his beloved may be delivered. Delivered. Can I say it simply? God allows you to travel through trouble so you can experience the beautiful, wonderful joy and delight of being delivered by God. And in that deliverance, you become a billboard displaying the truth and the love and the reality that God is a deliverer. And so God is made attractive to the world who is terrified of him and doesn't want to give account to him. The world is able to see God as a redeemer, as a good news God, as a deliverer and Those who choose him can run to him and experience the same deliverance. So David says in the end of verse 5, Save with thy right hand and hear me. So the words right hand are the strong hand, the strong arm, the mighty power. It's a metaphor a bit. David's saying, rise up in might and defend us again revive us as a nation, restore your name and your glory. David is saying, God, I want to put you on display. So rise up in my nation and in my life with your right hand. And God, hear me. God, would you hear me? This is not my agenda. This is your ultimate agenda. We want you to be glorified. We want your truth to be magnified. We want you to bring more people under the banner Uh, of your identity and your grace and your uh, favor. God, deliver us, your beloved, so that others will want you and want to come into that beloved family. Save with thy right hand and hear me. Oh, this was a beautiful, powerful prayer as a nation for Israel. And it's a powerful prayer for you today, right where you are. The safest, most provided for, most protected most victorious place for you to be as a believer is right in the center of glorifying God, being a reflection, a display of his truth, living under his banner, um, going into the battles he's called you to go into, heralding his truth, publishing his truth, giving of yourself to make sure his truth is propagated You will experience his deliverance. That deliverance will be made known to others, give you a testimony with people that you have never had a testimony with, and they will hear the gospel through your deliverance as you become a billboard displaying that reality. This is the victorious Christian life. God brings you through hardship, gives you an identity, puts you on display as an example of truth so that your deliverance draws others to him and you experience victory through that process. My friend, that is more than enough for today. Think about these things. This is big. I think I want to preach a message from this psalm. Hey, happy Friday. Uh, Join us Sunday as we continue through John. And uh, until Monday, have a great weekend.